Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends. So thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Hey guys, this is Trip Lanier. And I'm going to tell you about how bad I suck in just a minute. But first, I want to address a myth that says life should be different. I should have more money. I should have more friends. I should have a better relationship. And there's this myth that says if I don't have those things, then somehow we take it personally. Something's wrong with me. I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I suck. Boo-hoo. Well, here's a little story about when I was a kid. I was in Little League Baseball, and I was a solid catcher. But every time I'd get to bat, I was not very good at hitting the ball. I struck out almost every time. I didn't get on base unless the ball hit me. And I would try to have that happen because I'd rather get hit than disappoint my teammates. I mean, the looks of disappointment from my teammates as I stranded guys on base was just terrible. I, I can right now, I can still feel it, and I cringe. I felt weak. I felt powerless. I felt this sense of not enough. I felt embarrassed. And all of this was in front of others. And so I started to create a story. The story was, you can't count on me when the pressure's on. I, I made it personal. I made it about me. I made it about who I was as a person. And I connected my inability to hit the ball with my value as a person. I took that experience and I turned the blade on myself. So let's bring it up to today. Recently, I was out playing with my daughter near a baseball field, and there was this young kid and his dad out there, and they were, you know, he's doing batting practice. And this kid was killing it. I mean, it was just raining baseballs everywhere. And then the obvious occurred to me. I never put that much time or energy or practice into becoming a better hitter. I obviously needed help. Hitting was not natural for me, but I, watched, I was just sitting there watching this kid learning and getting better. And even though he was obviously good at it, he was still working on it. He, had the, he was a student. He was learning how to hit the ball even better. I never did this. I can count the times I really practiced hitting the ball twice. But it wasn't that I sucked or that I was a failure at any of that. I just didn't practice. I didn't put the effort into it. And in that moment, the story that I had about who I was, about how I sucked, how I was weak, how I was undependable, didn't hold water. And here I am, 41 years old, and I was still telling myself that story in my darkest moments. I still believed that thing. And it was all coming back to the reason, like, I hadn't practiced hitting the ball. So yes, I sucked at hitting the ball, no doubt. But that didn't mean that I sucked as a person. So what's the point? Any place where you're creating some story about how you suck, 
where you're turning the blade on yourself, comparing yourself to others, doing this, I'm not enough, then I want you to stop. I want you to consider how much of your efforts are aligned with creating this. Ruminating about something is not practice. Worrying about something is not practice. Reading about something is not practice. Or listening to a podcast about it is not practice. So really, how much of your time is spent getting your hands dirty and learning and practicing? The bottom line, whenever we're judging or criticizing or blaming, we are not creating a solution. And I'm going to say that again. Whenever we are judging or criticizing or blaming, we're not creating a solution. So if you're disappointed in your social life, what efforts are you making to create friendships? What efforts are you making to actually learn how to relate and connect with people? It's hard in the beginning. It takes practice, constant practice. If you're disappointed in your love life, what efforts are you making to create an amazing relationship? Complaining about your partner is not creating an amazing relationship. So what skills are you learning? What tough conversations are you engaging? It's hard in the beginning. It takes practice. It takes constant practice. If you're disappointed in your financial situation, how are your efforts aligned with creating wealth? Looking for a job is not creating wealth. Creating wealth comes from delivering value to people. So how much effort have you put into learning how to create real value for people? So there's this myth that we buy into that one day, these things should just magically happen. And another one is that these things should just be there already. We should just magically have it all figured out. But it's bullshit. We're not entitled to anything. And if we want something, we've just got to put that effort into it. And this requires taking a risk. It requires missing the ball as it flies over the plate. It requires stepping into uncertainty. It requires letting go of the idea that there's some specific path that will be safe and it's going to deliver exactly what we want. It requires letting go of the idea that one day we're going to be done. That we'll be the expert and we get, to, we get to stop learning now because that's how it is, right? There's this finish line and we're done. Well, that doesn't exist. The true student knows this. The student simply focuses on what needs to be learned and integrated. So consider this. At one point, interviewing people on this show was a big challenge for me. And now, after 150 episodes, it's, it's something that I'm more comfortable doing. What's challenging for me is this, talking to you, sharing my thoughts and feelings and opinions right now. My coach helped me see that I was playing it safe. He called me out saying that I was hiding behind the interviewer role, and I could be learning how to help others more directly. This is something I'm learning how to do, and I cringe when I listen back to these recordings, but it's okay. I put them out anyway. I know they're not perfect, but this is my way of learning and taking risks and, yes, even sucking a bit. So if things are sucking for you, let's not take it personally. It's not about you or who you think you are or who you're not. The sob story is a distraction. Consider that the sob story just keeps you from figuring out what you need to learn and integrate. So here's my challenge for you. Be willing to suck for a while. Practice. You'll get better and you'll feel better because you're actually engaging your challenge instead of getting stuck in your story and self-judgment. Simply doing this makes you extraordinary because most people, they're willing to settle for sucking and finding someone else or themselves to blame for why they feel like crap. I hope this coaching takeaway has been helpful for you. And if so, become a member of thenewmanlife.com. It's free to sign up and you'll gain immediate access to an exclusive course that covers how to develop a powerful mindset how to overcome limiting beliefs that lead to self-sabotage, 
how to train yourself to create opportunities instead of waiting around for something to happen, how to gain confidence in your relationships, as well as how to keep money from dominating your sense of freedom and well-being. Now, there are articles and eBooks and videos summarizing some of the most powerful lessons I've learned from coaching powerful men around the world. Again, this is all free and it's all available immediately at thenewmanlife.com. And now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to listen back to this recording. I'm going to cringe a little bit and I'm going to put it out there anyway.